What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I want to explore the consequences and costs of avoidance and how at a certain point, the bill comes due. That is what I'm calling avoidance accounting here. Your life is a culmination of all the inputs and outputs. All you let in or reject and don't let in molds you into the person you are. And a filtering mechanism is very important. We cannot value everything and not all things contribute to who we want to be. What you avoid and what you let in will be completely different than what I let in and what I avoid because we possibly have different goals and different purposes. So the need for the filter is not debatable. But what sets the filter relies on clarity of goal, clarity of intended purpose, or else what you avoid or let in might be completely off. The filter could be completely off, and then you get thrown off even more from maximizing your life. And it's not even that it's really at a certain point that the accounting comes due. It's really, if we're being honest, it's every day that you wake up and either replay an old way of being or head into a forward direction somewhere else. All of this is actually being accounted for on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis and shows up through all the decisions you are making in those. All those decisions, the choices you make, rest on what you have let in up until that point, especially if you are applying what you have let in. And if looking forward in your life, you expect to have anything else different than what you have now, just understand that it will come down to this inflow and outflow that is governed by you, that you set this filter, but maybe not realized or obstructed for other reasons. Let's talk about some of those reasons here and what the oftentimes unfortunate situation that that creates for us in the time that it wastes in the opportunities that it stifles. I've confessed many times here that I am constantly on the search for new information, new ways of saying old things that hit different, semantic understandings that might lead to deeper insights. It's also why I come on here and try to tackle same topics from different angles and hoping to unlock something for us. I've also shared how doing too much of this Seeking too much information from the outside world can become an issue in itself if you don't balance it with some introspection and internal validation of truth. There is a fine line and fine balance in everything in life. And as someone who tends to delve into the extremes, I experience firsthand the pitfalls of being too much of one way. But what keeps this tension going is the possibility of something being out there that I don't know that might unlock some bit of insight for me that might change my entire life, change the course of where I'm going. And I think part of this thinking is a bit unrealistic. It's a little bit more fantasy because there are very few magic bullets that exist that will solve for your life. But this kind of openness does lead to picking up several golden nuggets that although not a silver magic bullet, can still, when combined together, collected over time, can still lead to a pot of gold. And so one of the things that I try to do is keep this openness when encountering the world. And what I mean by encountering the world, I mean in every interaction, in every article, in every piece of content I take in. I try to empty my hands of preconceived, prejudged notions 
so as to enable the receiving of something I have yet to grasp. You can't get your gifts from God when both of your hands are full. You can't learn new things if you are not willing to let go of what you are already holding on to. So naturally being this way, when I see the opposite of this in the world, when I meet closed off people, when I meet people whose egos get triggered when presented with new information, because it challenges their whole identity or challenges all the presuppositions that their entire world rests on, then although I can empathize, I still get a bit frustrated with them because they vocalize the desire for growth, but act out the rigidity that will never lead there. And actions speak louder than words, right? What haunts me is the idea that I may not become or already be all that I can be because I have voluntarily rejected some notion or some idea of how the world operates and have instead preserved a poor understanding that is actually contributing to the restriction of my own life. And evidence would tell me that I am definitely playing this out in several different ways. So I can't trust all of my thoughts immediately. I have to question. Essentially, I'm hurting myself without knowing that I am and making it worse by closing the door on what else can possibly come through and help me. And I feel very strongly about this and about the possible loss of what I could be missing out here for myself. So naturally, when I have friends in my life who I care for, when I have already made certain mistakes that I can help them avoid, who tell me they want more, but then reject any new ideas that challenge their beliefs, I can't help but get frustrated. And again, I have no idea of their filtering mechanism and what their hidden motives are. I only know that they are expressing a desire to me. I also know that we are complicated human beings with conflicting desires and we want things that we are not willing to work for so I can understand the trigger to the ego when presented with something new. I get it. Because most life-changing things are dressed in overalls and look like work. And our human brain is designed to expend the least amount of energy possible. So work isn't something that we're just going to lean into easily. It will take more than desire. It will take a creation of crisis, a birthing of necessity, either that or impending doom. That's the unfortunate part of our brains. We are not designed to be successful by default. We don't head in that direction on accident. And so in the beginning, you have to work to overcome your own added unnecessary resistance. It would be easier, of course, if you just fully bought into new ideas and started actioning them right away without posing a protest, but we aren't exactly designed for that, so I can empathize. But this is where knowing this about yourself is meant to enable the doing of the difficult work of questioning your current beliefs when presented with new information. Knowing that we lean into ease, knowing that about ourselves, should make it that we make a conscious effort to lean into the difficult. I know it's easier said than done. Listen, I can't guarantee that what you accept will make a difference in your life. But I know for sure that what you reject will never make its way into your life. You still require a filter. Don't get me wrong. You still need to have discernment about what you accept. But clearly, as we can see, that part of us comes naturally. It's overactive. It takes no effort for you to pose a filter in front of new ideas. The opposite of that is what will take work. It will take fine-tuning so that filter is only operational when absolutely needed or that it becomes even more attuned to your clearly defined goals and outcomes. Either way, 
there's a lot more instances of us rejecting ideas than accepting ideas. And even if one of those ideas you rejected held more value than you initially assessed or realized, even one of those rejected ideas not let in and then squeezed for its full potential is a grave loss. And then the ripple effect of what that idea could have led to if accepted is a terrifying thought. Maybe you rejected an entire trajectory of your life and you will never know. At the end of the day, metaphorically and literally, at the end of the day, the accountability sits on your shoulders. What you make of your life, what you end up being, what you let in, what you avoid, it will all be accounted for. If you refuse good advice, new input, you will learn through adversity. The settlement of your deeds or misdeeds, actions or inaction, the settlement is always paid in full. Love you, family. Stay true always. See you on the next show.